so we just wrapped up with Kevin Bracey and Josiah Greer. And uh, unfortunately, Deb was not able to be with us today, but uh, we had those two guys come in and it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of, uh, a lot of motivation in one podcast and it was, the whole thing was amazing. So uh, this is going to be a bonus episode that uh, we typically, typically try to release the podcast in the middle of the week. And we try to just do one a week, but um, due to some different time um, constraints based on what they said and different events that are coming up, uh, we wanted to make sure that we got this one out um, as soon as possible. So uh, this is, like I said, a, a, a bonus episode that we don't typically do, but this one's so good that you guys don't want to miss it. So make sure you uh, check it out. These guys are, are talking a lot about Kevin's uh, event that he recently had at Crest Theater. They're talking about the uh, the mentor mentee relationship they have, uh, how he got how Josiah got connected with Kevin, and the thing that Kevin saw in Josiah that made him want to invest more time and energy into his dream of being a motivational speaker. So it's a really good one, and there's so much more that we we talk about that as coaches and athletes you do not want to miss. So uh, without further ado, here is Kevin Bracy and Josiah Greer. Now it is time. Now- Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine, Character Combine. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, you ready? When he goes beyond the scoreboard, the scoreboard coaches, coaches, I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear decades later and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their life, in their life, in their life. Get this thing, get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto, and Deb is not with us today, but uh, today we have a, a returning guest, one of our Character Combine favorites, Kevin Bracey. What's going on, man? What's up, JT? And we miss Deb. We'll see you soon, We Deb. do, we do. And uh, we have a, someone new to the Character Combine world, but he's not new to your world. You want to intro him in? Absolutely. This young man is Sacktown's next motivational superstar. He is the man. I'll never forget the day when we met, and we'll tell that story here in a second. Josiah Damaris Greer is in the building. Yeah, Talk to yeah. us, Josiah. What up? What up, everybody? Thanks for having me. It's a blessing to be here. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. So there's a lot of motivation in this room. We've never had two motivational speakers in the same spot, so I don't know if, uh, I don't know if they're ready for it, man. It's going to be fun. Yes, sir. So let's just start off with so Kevin Bracey at the, at the Crest, because yes. you were one of our first episodes. You were episode number two, mm-hmm. which I think was about two months ago, and a lot's happened for you since then. Absolutely. Um, so Kevin Bracey at the Crest, how'd that go? It was phenomenal. I mean, you know, you you have all the all of this fear that happens when you're putting on a show. The day you put the date in the calendar, immediately there's fear that that, that comes on, and, and you have to manage that and and steer that throughout the journey of from the day you put it on to the day the actual show happens. Sure. But for some reason, Josh, that whole time, and you could ask my wife Jessica, my awesome assistant Susan, who's in the building. Coach, I was calm. Coach, Coach Kindness Coach is Kindness. in the building. <laughs> she, you know, I was calm the whole time. Yeah. So that's when I knew that I was supposed to have the show. But mm. one of the key components of the show, first of all, it was a sellout. And that's always a big deal right. when yeah. you're at home and you have a certain number of seats. The thing you focus on the most is how many tickets have you sold? Ticket sales, and we yeah. sold every single seat in that building. Yes, sir. Uh, we sold it out. So that was a thank you. That was an yeah. awesome uh, moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, incredible. And so uh, that was a pretty big night for Josiah as well. Absolutely. You kind of had a big part of that. So how 
So you were part of the uh, speaking competition. Can you yep. remind, me, remind me of the name of it again? Speak Up, Speak, speak Off up. Battle. And I was battle. looking for, excuse me, that's my watch hitting the table. I was looking for, you know, the, the, the next generation of motivational superstars. I wanted right. to give them a chance because somebody gave me a chance. You're right. And Josiah and I met. It was at an MLK. It was MLK event. It was yes. at a, a retreat. Yeah in Folsom, right. and I spoke to all the leaders there, and it was such a great moment, I'll mm. never forget the moment, but after I was done, Josh, a lot of people came up to me, a lot of awesome young people came up and said, I wanna be a speaker, I wanna be a speaker, I wanna be a speaker. Hmm. Josh didn't say I wanna be a speaker. Mm -hmm. Tell them what you said, Josh, uh, Josiah. Well, I, I basically told him, I said, I'm next. You know, that's simple as that. <laughs> that's what I said, man, I came up to him, I said, hey, yeah. I, I, I feel what you were saying. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm next, you know, wow. I, I feel that, so. That's he incredible. did say that. That's incredible. So let me ask you this, because you've been, I mean, we've known each other for quite a while. Right. And so I've heard your um, story about how you got connected with Les Brown. Right. Was that, was that a weird feeling? Did like, that bring you back to that moment when you got connected to Les Brown? Well, you, you know when somebody says yeah, yeah. this. But a lot of people say it. Mm, sure. But what I, when I knew he was really serious yeah. was when he started texting me in the morning, like five, right. six o'clock in the right. morning. Afterwards, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. "I'm on my way to the gym. I'm reading. I'm studying. I'm, I'm, I'm the next. Wow. The follow up. Yeah. Because everybody says it. Yeah. But not many people follow up. Josiah followed up. Right. That's incredible. So it did feel that way. For sure. So have you been wanting to be a motivational speaker for a while prior to meeting Kevin? Um, pr prior, yeah, I'd say for maybe a couple of years. Not necessarily too, too long. I think for me, uh, I'm, I'm 28 years old right now. I'll be 29 okay. in July, and so I was trying to find. My, my niche or what I'm good at, even though I know public speaking is something that I'm pretty good at, sure. but I didn't know what I wanted to speak for, you know? And so Got I it. recently started listening more. I would always listen to like Eric Thomas right. when I was running track uh, right. in college. I would listen to him as a motivation. I was like, oh, this is dope. But once I started seeing more motivational speaking and looking, doing more research, I said, okay, this is, this is something I think I can excel at. Interesting. That's crazy. Okay, so now now we fast forward mm -hmm. to the competition. So mm -hmm. Kevin was just saying he felt nervous because he's he's putting out this huge event. You know, has to worry about ticket sales and all that. So you don't have to worry about ticket sales, but you do have to worry about competing. And so was there? So I know the whole process. There was what two tryouts? Right. There, was, there were three tryouts. Three, three tryouts. Yeah, three tryouts. One at Sac State and two at Keller Williams. And all I was asking speakers to do was to come and give me their best three minute presentation based upon the theme. Right. The theme of the show was scared great. Right. And the other theme was it takes guts. It takes guts, which was the nonprofit that all the you know all the profits were going to. It takes yes. guts. Yeah. So bring me a message, two three minute messages on both of those topics, and let's see what let's see what we can do. Josiah came to both auditions, and what separated him from all the other great speakers sure. with great potential. Right. Was he was prepared. Hmm. It's huge. I mean, you have to be. Yeah. I mean, how many speakers over the years have you seen? Have you either followed or gone before? It's like, this dude's not prepared. This lady's prepared. not prepared. It's, it's the worst thing to watch, too. It's, you know, cringy. You well, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So all that preparation, and you go, so the night of the event, mm -hmm. you guys are all sitting there not knowing who made it to the, the final four, right? No clue. So what was that feeling like when you, when you heard your name? Um, it was a bit of relief. I um, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> because, you know, all right, at least I made it on the stage. Yeah. But then once you got to the stage and you look into that crowd and you see there's 900 people in there and you only know a couple of them, right. you're like, I better come with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I was going up against some good competition. It wasn't like yes. there was no scrubs on that stage. Everybody had a great speech. 
Right. So for me, at first, when I heard my name, I was like, yes, okay, I know I'm going. Yeah. But then I got really, really nervous when I got then, then <laughs> So when you're walking up, you're like, okay, I'm now like, i got to recalibrate. Right, it's right. the longest walk because ever. let me set the stage. There's yeah, 900 yeah, people in the room. On one side of the room, there were, um, I want to say, 20 speakers. That's just my guess. 20 speakers who had auditioned and was were ready to roll if their names got called. So we get to a certain part of the, the, the show where no one knew who was getting called into that m until that moment. Right, so right. when your name is called, you're thinking, okay, I hope my name is called. When your name is called, it's like, okay, now I have to recalibrate. I got to get focused. I got to remember what I practiced. And I can't really see the crowd because there's lights. Right. So you can't really connect with people. So right. now I've got to face the person that I'm speaking to, but mm -hmm. also not forget about the audience. And you got to right. calm yourself and mm -hmm. be able to deliver because they were the ones voting the audience, not me. Right, well, and it's a, a crazy thing, because I was in the audience, and I was, you know, second, I was that second tier of Seats of the Crest, and kind of center stage, but I could see that whole group of speakers, so that's like, like just a bunch of animals down there, like, <laughs> yeah. go, right, going crazy the whole time, so I can't right. imagine, like, dealing with all of that, all of, you know, they're all hyped, then you hear your name, and then trying to, ch like, channel that one more channel time it. for the next, so ch you channeled it, yeah. and then you got on stage, you killed it. Thank you. And then you had to prepare again. So it wasn't like you just prepared once. Like, hey, I'm done. I got, you know, I, I got this one speech off. Now I'm good. Right. Then you had to do it again. Right. Because the audience in their applause, they applauded loud enough mm -hmm. right. for Josiah to go from the first round right. to the final round. Right. Exactly. And so from my perspective, so, and again, all four of them were incredible speakers. I didn't right. have the opportunity to see all the speakers that were leading up to it. But the right. four that I did see, all incredible. Right. But it was interesting to me because the, I can't remember her name, the lady that you competed against the first round. Um, Janice Burt. Janice, okay, Janice yeah. Burt. Very, uh, your energy level was kind of polar opposite. Mm -hmm. Right. You were all hyped up. She was very mellow, but had very impactful words, right? Right, right. The second round wasn't so much like that, and I can't remember that gentleman's name. Levi Ferguson. Yeah. That was just like a slugfest. <laughs> a slugfest <laughs> yeah, of energy. Of building each other it. up. He right. coming with it. So yeah. how, how was that going from one level of energy to compete against? Or compete, you know what I'm saying, compete against. Right. It's a competition. Absolutely. Right. It's a competition. Um, yeah, you want to win. Yeah, you want to win, <laughs> yeah. but then going having to, you know, not only kind of change your mind mindset towards another speech, but then it's another person with a whole different energy level you're going against. How was that? Um, honestly, I didn't really focus on comparing myself to the next person. Oh, I think good. it was more of just me just tuning in myself. I know that I'm a strong believer in that, you know, what ha everything happens for a reason. I, and I believe that when you're called to do something, um, it, it just comes naturally, more naturally. Um, and so I feel like, not not to say that my speech came more natural than someone mm -hmm. else, but sure. I didn't have to focus on, I want to be better than this person. Mm -hmm. I just want to be the best me that I can be. Right. And at the end, I can't argue with the results. I don't think Tyson Gay is upset at Usain Bolt because hmm. Usain Bolt's 6'4", 6'5". Right. You know, right. Tyson right. Gay is 5'9". No right. matter what, as long as you ran your best race, you can't compete with whoever beats you with their time. That's them. You know, it was their time to shine. So I wasn't really trying to focus on being better than, you know, uh, Levi or better than anyone else. So whoever I was competing against, I was going to give the same, you know, the same uh, speech. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's incredible. Man, I, it was it was a lot of fun for me to watch too, man. And just, I, I love that because we're the Character Combine podcast, we talk to coaches and athletes. That whole right. idea of competition is amazing. And it applies to every area of life, whether you're competing on a sport or complete competing on the stage with someone else. Right. Um, so then at the end, when you heard your name called, mm. um, the I can applause. tell the applause, yeah. I could tell you were excited, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, yeah. like, what was that feeling like? Um, it was, it was amazing yeah. uh, because it just 
confirmed everything that I felt already. Sure. You know, it confirmed what I knew um, that I was called. And it was, he, he had this line where he was like, I think I died. What did he say? Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking uh, legend, well, I think. <laughs> Kanye West has a piece in the song yeah. that says, he says, a, a, a hip-hop legend, I think I died in an accident because this must be heaven. But I switched it and said, a speaking legend, I think I died in an uh, accident because this must be heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the piece yeah, that, that got was, me. It got me, man. That's, it got me. That's so, when he started hopping. And, yeah, and, yeah and he was all over the stage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my, yeah, my so initial cool. emotion was just, you know, just confirmation. I was happy. I was holding back tears. That's why I had to turn around because oh, man, the first couple imagine. seconds, I was just, you know, shedding tears because I'm just thankful I'm an emotional guy, you know, so I'm, sure. I'm thankful when something that I worked hard at, you know, finally comes to fruition. So that first part was just me being emotionally glad for sure. being for everything that the text messages the me going up to him and saying I'm next and the, the me going to watch some of his speeches, not making any money, not doing anything. I just want to observe to see what it's like, because I've seen things on YouTube, but I wanted to see how do you do it from behind the scenes to yeah. actually now being on the stage and having people that I don't know, 900 people say that I was the best speaker for that evening I, it was a lot of emotion but then after that once he said those lines i had to let the baby <laughs> come out of me baby you know what i'm saying <laughs> right man Excitement. that's awesome absolutely so man i just uh, you know i love the the whole idea of you guys' connection you know what that event meant to you the opportunity that, that you gave him to be on that stage right um, or and the audience gave you to be on that stage so you know something that you and i have talked about in the past off mic was legacy Leaving right. a leaving a legacy, and you know it's interesting too. I I, I love hip hop. You love hip hop. I, I don't know what your favorite music is. Hip hop, perfect. Yeah. This, we're in the right hey. right group here. <laughs> but uh, you know something that's happened recently is obviously Nipsey Hussle, right. um, the unfortunate passing of Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. But you hear anybody who's speaking about him, the community around him, other you know hip hop artists, the whole culture, legacy. The marathon continues. You hear yeah, all absolutely. of that, and so legacy's huge man and so i think you have to in the moment you don't really think about it sometimes but i think you have to right? right so you as a speaker you're leaving a legacy for your audience you're leaving a legacy for your family and in this situation you're leaving a legacy and trying to help someone else along the way kind of you're trying to blaze the trail for them so they can be like you said the next motivational superstar in sacramento absolutely so how and so because we talk to coaches all the time how intentional do you have to be when you say hey you know what i need to build a legacy and leave a legacy JT, you get me. Ex I call him. I call him JT. Josh Takimoto. I call him JT. Yeah. You get me excited when you talk about that because there's not a day that goes by that before I'm about to go up to speak, my awesome assistant coach Kindness, we give a we give a handshake, and I always tell her every single day it's about legacy. Mm. Every time I speak, if it's yeah. K through third graders, if it's third through fifth graders, if it's sixth, seventh, eighth, if it's it does not matter who it is. Every single day I speak today, it's about legacy, hmm. whether it be the legacy that I want to leave. Because a, a lot of people um, think legacy has to do with money, 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 money. Right. That's not doesn't have to. That's part of it. Sure. But to me, it's like a name right. so right. that my kids that if I were to die tonight, because who hmm. knows? I don't I have no idea. Right. right? You never know. I want my kids to be able to take the name and carry it on and whatever, wherever they want to take it, they can take it, mm -hmm. right? So that's my first thought when I think legacy. If I were to leave, what would my kids do? Second is the words that I speak into my audiences. You want those to live on. Each one for each one. Mm -hmm. I want that yeah. to live on when I'm gone. Right. And then Les Brown poured into me. If Les Brown wouldn't have poured, I'm a, I'm a part of Les Brown's tree, his legacy of greatness. Right. I'm a piece of it mm -hmm. because I his words were spoken into me. So the only thing that I can do 
is to look out for a young brother like Josiah who's got all the talent, the gift, the anointing, has it all. It's just a matter of him learning what to do mm-hmm. and then blazing his own trail. Right. He doesn't have to follow my trail. Right. Do your own trail. Right. Learn your way. Learn how to do it and then go do you. That's right. my goal. So when I'm gone, Josiah, I want to be able to say, at least he helped me at, at a certain point in my career. Right. He's a superstar, right. but at some point I want him to be able to say, it matters to me. Bracey helped me somewhere in my career. When I'm gone, and he's still mm-hmm. living and doing it. Right. That matters to me. And it just get, it, it gets carried. <coughs> excuse me. It gets carried on through you, which is and incredible. It's intentional. Intentionally, it's you on have purpose. To be. Right. It's every day. Right. I don't want to miss it. Right. Because life is fleeting. You just never know. You never know. So the when you guys first met, so when you were sitting in the audience that day, did you have? I mean, did you have an idea? It's like, hey, I, I need to connect with this guy going into it, or was it something he said during his message that you're like, okay. Mm. I'm going to go up to him and say, hey, I'm next. Well, yeah, he talked about in his message, he actually talked about, um, you know, finding someone that's in the career that you want and pursuing them respectfully. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something that kind of stuck with me. And once he said that, I said, okay, now I know this is my chance because I know, uh, again, I I research motivational speakers and I've heard about them, but to have someone actually in your presence to give a, a presentation in front of you in an audience that's that's uh, intimate enough to where you can come up to them and have a conversation. Right. Uh, I think he provided that opportunity for me. So I wanted to reach out to him respectfully because I think when I first started texting him, I texted him like around 7, 45, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was like, hey, I'm up early tonight. <laughs> I just want to let you know I'm trying to be respectful. He was like, no, nah, that's good, nephew. You that's can call awesome. text or call me whenever. Uh, I said, all right. Right. So that's when I started saying, like the, the 5.30 a.m., the 6 yeah, yeah. a.m., right. you know, and Man. letting him know because. I'm up too. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, because he's, uh, he responds immediately. So. Sure. Um, I, and I think I just wanted to use that opportunity because I work I work in admissions for Sac State, and so I always oh, cool. get I students there. that'll send me that'll meet me when I give the presentation. They say, "Hey, I want to go to Sac State. I want to." I say, "Okay, well, here's my card. Just follow up with an email." And they never do. Mm-hmm. So I know what it's like to be that person to say, "All you got to do is hit me up," and they never do. So I, I always wanted to be that person where if there's somebody I want to get in contact with, I'm gonna hit you up every day to let you know just how serious I am. So it was just him him providing that door by saying. You know, pursue finds find find someone that's in that career and pursue them respectfully. Right. Once he said that, I was like, I got him, got him. (laughs) I love that. I love that. That's what it's about. Man, it's and it's so simple, right? Like you would think it would be easy. That's what I'm saying. Right. So many right. people right. say, and, and I love them. I'm not judging them. Sure. But so many people say, this is what I want to do. I can't tell you the emails, the text. I can't tell you how many right. that, that fall off. Right. But the ones that you know who are serious, you want to pour everything you can into them and let them do, figure it out and do it on their own at some point. Well, because you know they won't take it for granted. Right. Right. Because they, right. they, I mean, you appreciate his time. Absolutely. And so when someone appreciates your time, is respectful oh. of your time, it's like you want to give that time back. But when someone's not, it's like, well, why am I going to waste my time? Right. Yeah. It's not cold blooded. It's just it's just the it's truth, just what it right? Is, it's right. Like, you only got so many hours. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and we see that with with athletes, unfortunately, all the time. Right. Every, everybody wants to to hold up the championship banner at the end everybody of the year. Be they, successful. Yeah. They want to be you know, the, the work. best. They want to do the work. When it calls for a five a.m. you know lift right. session, it's like, oh, you know what? This bed's way too comfortable. I'm not Absolutely. getting out of it. But like you said, the guys who really want it, they don't they don't need that extra motivation from. You're not calling him to say, hey, Josiah reach out to me or hey Mm-mm. how can i help you it's like he's re- you're reaching out to him exactly and, and I w- now i reach out to him yeah. because I, i'm watching i mean i'm right. learning yeah I'm, I'm now a student too yeah, yeah because he's a different generation that i have to continue to understand right. and i speak to and i want to learn too so yeah. it is now a mutually beneficial type deal yeah, and it's how incredible I yeah, at yeah. some point it's going to separate you know the people sure. if you're not reaching out to someone now it's because you probably don't see the gratification in, in what it is or you don't see the long-term you know gratification hmm. that you're going to get a lot of people don't 
put in the work now because they can't see that far. But I think for me, once I saw uh, KB, I was like, oh, I see where this can go. I see the potential. Um, and so I'm not afraid to do the work now for free. I'm not, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm not right. afraid to put in the work now because it's right. going to cost me, what, X amount of dollars in gas or X amount of phone calls or text messages. But I know 10 years from now, those those $30 of gas is going to turn into $10,000 of X amount. You know what I mean? So right. I just I think that it separates at some point, and that's why I think he probably saw that I'm willing to make the sacrifice now for the longevity. And sacrifice is huge. Especially in the game that you guys are playing, right? The, this motivational game, because no one, it, you have to do the work. You are, work. you are the product. You're the thing that needs to be excellent if anybody wants to book you. So Absolutely. if you don't put that time and effort and the sacrifice to be great, then it's, it's not going to happen. I think that's where a lot of people fall off. I mean, you've been doing this for a long time. How many, obviously without mentioning names, how many speakers have you seen that have been maybe similar to Josiah, where at first it's like, hey, I'm, I'm in. And then a year later, two years later, it's like they're nowhere to be found because the game's so hard. Mm. I've literally graduated hundreds of people from, it's Kevin Bracey's School of Motivation is what mm -hmm. I used to call it, yeah. where people would come in for four days and I would break it all down. Out of the hundreds that I've graduated, literally gave them a certificate, took pictures with them, talk, I can count on maybe one hand. Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. I was, and, I was... and not that I want to talk down to anyone who changed or right. detoured. Oh, no, me neither. Right. But, at a certain point, if you want to be great, you got to find something and stick. Right. And continue to do the work and hang on during the tough times, hang on during the frustrating times, hang on when nobody's calling you, hang on when nobody's emailing you, right. and stay the course and continue to work on you and continue to, because I could have fell off this, sure. this journey. Sure. Because there were so many people and opportunities that came my way, but I'm so grateful. Yeah. Like this morning when I woke up, I woke up this morning and I looked at my wife. I had gotten up and I was downstairs getting ready to go. And we were, I was speaking at Sacramento Realtors Association. And as Jessica came downstairs, I was looking at, on the computer, just kind of just re-looking at my presentation. And I looked at Jessica and I said, this is, the, this is what I dreamt about. Mm. Waking up in mm. the morning, mm. vocally, yeah. getting in my car, yeah. right. driving down the way, right. ma making, and I'm just going to say this, and I say this humbly, but I'm excited about it more money in an hour than most people are going to make. And I don't even know mm -hmm. yeah, to go sure. and do what I love. Right. Right. Because I didn't give up. Priceless. Right. So yeah, I want that for him. Pass it on. Yeah, absolutely. Man. So, so now hearing all of that, I got a couple questions. First of all, so now what does this, this, this connection relationship between you guys look like? So your, your mentor, mentee trying to learn the ropes, um, how, how challenging has that been trying to, to learn all of that? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Has it been a, a difficult thing? Has there been, have, let's say this, has there been a moment where you're like, whew, like you had to have a, like a tough conversation with him. It's like, oh, this is, this is new. I wasn't ready for this part of the, the speaking world. Uh, for me, no. Nothing um, shocking. Not, not yet because I, he's, he's providing opportunity for me to observe. Mm. I, I, before I jump into anything, I'm a test it out. I'm a, I'm a observe and watch. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's the biggest thing that he's been providing for me is just an opportunity to see. Mm -hmm. Because again, I watch things on YouTube, but I want to see, the background. I got to see what time he shows up for his event. I got to see what type of equipment he uses. I got to yeah. see what kind of music he plays when he starts off. There's a difference between the music he played <laughs> at the MLK Center versus the music he played for the the program he just spoke to 
earlier that makes this sense, morning. Yeah. So yeah. I got to see that, and that's things that I never would have thought about. I never thought about bringing my own equipment. I just thought you just go there and they have the equipment for you. But what if there's a malfunction? He gets there early in case there's a malfunction with the equipment. So that's been the biggest thing for me is just watching him and being able to say, okay, because I'm an observer, so I listen and I pay attention. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so people think that like just because I'm in the back quiet, I'm, <laughs> yeah, not, I'm yeah. not saying anything, but I'm right. learning. And, and and I think that's one of the greatest things. So we haven't had an, a, a, a negative talk or a, you know anything oh, that's like good. that. That's it's good. only been just me observing. And I'll question him too. I'll be like, hey, this is what I, I think I sent you a list of like 20. <laughs> he asked me for like, he was like, he was like, give me 10 things, your top 10. I think I sent him like 20. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that I, I said, had observed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I had observed because I'm, I'm really paying attention and trying to fine tune what I have to, to, to where it should be. Wow. Absolutely. In fact, there's one cool. that you went to when the computer did not work all right. the way up until I think we were late. Showtime. Until showtime. Ooh, I mean, okay. we were trying to move the room. I mean, right. it was crazy. But him seeing that is priceless because that's the stuff that people don't see. Right. When you're right. when you're recording a video, you don't get to see when the equipment is messed up. You just right. see right. the pretty video that mm-hmm. everybody is, right. you know, right. we sh- 10 seconds of it or 60 seconds of it or four minutes of it. But I was sweating for an hour trying right. to get things plugged in and get yeah, the yeah. music to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was calm the things. whole time. Mm. Music was not working. You know, he's calm. The the video isn't playing. He's calm. He never loses his cool. And for me, like, I'm like, okay, I got to work on that. Because <laughs> 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 there's something going on. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what do we do? Like, man, and he I'm kept his cool. Inside, it was, it was, <laughs> no, <laughs> it man, was that short makes- <laughs> Man, that makes sense. Well, it comes down to that preparation, right? Right. Um, well, let me say this yeah, yeah. on that. For me now, what the, the relationship looks like looks like for me in my mind is providing as many opportunities as I possibly can. Mm. Meaning, when I can't speak at certain things, calling Josiah. When I do speak at certain things, is this a good place to bring Josiah with me mm. so he can take, like I do this thing called my new formula is A to Z with KB. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go 26 letters. Right. But bringing him on certain things where I can say, okay, which letters do you want to do and be able to do a mellifluous mic uh, passing where I'm speaking and I've introduced real quick my mentee ladies and gentlemen put your hands together for Josiah Damaris Griff right now he does his thing and then he hands me the mic back a smooth flow just so I can get him and we already got some things planned now we ain't gonna tell everybody we got some things planned but that's what it looks like for me providing as many opportunities as I possibly can for a student who is ready Mm. yes not this this Right. That he part's easy. To, he didn't have to show up today. Yeah. He's right. got to work. Right. Right. Man, you guys said a lot there. That's a lot, that's a lot to think <laughs> about, man. Um, but no, it, it's that's awesome. And you know, something it's some people the people don't think about it. <clears throat> excuse me. Is even having two people on stage like that in the, that smooth transition from one mic to all those little things, people don't really think about. It. They think it's gonna right. be easy, but you know, just that opportunity too is is so cool. Yeah. And then obviously the the audience that you're speaking to, you know, when he when he brings you along. Man, I I love that. And I think. Man, I wish more people would would do that type of stuff. I wish more people would take people under their wing to kind of show them the ropes. But I also wish more people would would kind of have the courage to to go up to people and say, like you said, "Hey, I'm ready mm-hmm. and I'm willing to work." So, you know, when can we when can we get this thing going? Right, right, um, right. So switch it up a little bit. So your new book, yes, which is crazy. Which is crazy. I, I didn't I didn't tell you this, but so you came on the podcast um, about two months ago, and it, I didn't even know you had a new book coming out. But I listened back to the audio. and It's like this very just very quick. Hey, my new book coming out. I'm like. Missed the whole thing when I was actually recording with you. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm a terrible podcast. Host. No, you're <laughs> awesome, man. Actually, Dwight came on later. He's like, 
I'm like, I didn't even know he had a book. He's like, well, he mentioned on your podcast. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> then I went back. I'm like, okay, I completely missed it. But so book came out. Yes. And so you and you had a, you have a book out. You had a book out previous to that. I but did. this is like a yeah. Well, a the the, fir the first one was was uh, uh, Greatness Leaves Clues. Yes. Um, I got that from a spinoff. Uh, Anthony Robbins says Success Leaves Clues. Right. So I just flipped it and said greatness leaves clues and I came up with like a top 10 countdown right. of clues and it's it's a little book and it's for middle schoolers and it, it maybe even some elementary school students and I still use it it still sells and I use it I still have it right yeah yeah man it's on my bookshelf <laughs> and this one right here scared great is is one that this is my baby right now because yeah. it um man and I didn't even come up with it coach kindness came up with the title we we're sitting in man. a room and I was talking with some teachers and and she stopped everything mm -hmm. and yeah. they were trying to figure out what part of our program should they bring to the school. Right. And Susan was like, here's all I know. All I know is you need to get your students in front of Kevin. Yeah. Because they're, he's going to scare them great. Right. And I went, I mean, we're in the middle of a meeting. I said, Oh, wait a minute. She that said scared great. I got yeah. in my car that day and I had been yeah. looking, I've been writing and working on it. And I was like, that is it. And I thought back to my life. I've been scared my whole life. Mm -hmm. Scared at home. Scared when my pops was under the influence. Scared that I wasn't smart enough in class. Scared I wasn't good enough on the baseball field. Was I fast enough? Or can I, can I actually become a motivational speaker? Can I build a profitable? All that was fear. But then wow. I thought about it. That fear, I steered it and led it to my greatness. When I say good, it doesn't mean I'm great. That just means I, I'm going to give my best effort in everything I do. Right. I'm going to give my best focus. I'm going to try to be the best version of me. I'm trying to always work from my best gift mix. I wake up in the morning and I want to better my best. That fear has led me to my greatness. So I said, Susan Schultz, thank you very much. My there you go. Les Brown wrote got a the title. Forward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got a title and here we go. It's crazy. I Man, love it. It's awesome. Yeah. We actually we actually gave a couple of copies away. Um, yeah. We did. A, you and I did a giveaway together. Right. Um, and I wish I could remember the coaches' names, but a couple of local coaches. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't tell you this, but they were man. They were so excited once they found out. They saw your video announcing the winners. Wow. One guy didn't even believe it. He's like, "Did I really win?" Like, yeah, yeah, you, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not joking here. You really won. I'll send those books to you. So that's awesome. Um, man, yeah. And I, just, I it, you know, the cool thing about the title and all of it is, we kind of started this podcast off saying, you know, Kevin, you're saying, "Hey, I had this massive event. I, w I was scared." Right. <laughs> That was kind of the theme of the event. Right. Josiah, you were saying, I was waiting to know, figure out if I was going to speak at this event. I was scared. So it's just like, you can't escape it. You can't escape fear, right? It's going it to it follow you no matter what. It's like mm -hmm. your shadow. You, can't, you right. can't stop it. Right. But I think the difference is some people cower to it mm -hmm. and back down. It's like, you know, they look at it. It's like, my, I have a dream, but right. my fear is bigger. And they just turn their and back they and they run. they think they're doing right. something wrong because they feel, f I feel fear, therefore I can't win or I can't make it or I right. can't do it. Right. My idea is you feel fear because you're human. Mm -hmm. Right. You feel fear because what you're stepping into matters. Right. So now let's take that and let's steer that energy. Right. Every time Absolutely. you feel fear and you want to stop, what activity or action can you take that energy and put it into that can move you a little bit closer to where you're going? Right. That's my whole point. Steer yeah. your fear towards greatness. That's I what I did it, in the show. Every time I got yeah. scared, I made another phone call. Every time I got scared, I made another video. Every time <laughs> I got scared, sent yeah, another yeah. text. Every time I yeah. got scared, I handed out flyers. <clears throat> that was all I did. Yeah. And Amazing. It's crazy. You just got to rechannel that. Rechannel that fear. And like you said, steer it towards yeah. your greatness. Man. Absolutely. I love it, man. Well, so we have a couple Book of things. A couple of things. Book yeah. signing. You want to talk about that? Book signing coming up May 19th 
at Strikes in Elk Grove. Bring your families out. It's going to be from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Just go ahead and put in Strikes, and it'll come up. Strikes mm -hmm. in Elk Grove. It's called Pins and Strikes. It starts at 3, ends at 6. At 4 o'clock, I'm going to get on the microphone and just talk a little bit about the why behind the book. I'm going to be playing some music. You, there's a place there. We, obviously, it's a restaurant there. I'm hoping everybody will come, eat, and let's just enjoy each other's company. I was mm -hmm. going to have a speak off and all that, but I'm not going to do that this time. Okay. We're just going to enjoy each other's company people people will be going in and out but i just want to hug next take pictures sign books and be present with the people i love it i'm gonna day, i'm gonna be May there. 19. Thank everybody you. everybody needs to be there it's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome event and josiah uh well i was telling you guys we were supposed to have dwight taylor senior here as well dt um, yeah. he couldn't make it unfortunately but it works out pretty well because uh he has an event that same weekend the i believe it's that friday before yes, may 17th may 17th real manhood 101 sac state I believe. sac state yes. mm -hmm. and uh, you'll be there yes yeah. so what are you gonna be doing there uh, so I'll be leading a workshop, essentially helping students kind of expand their mind or just give them uh, an opportunity to to talk about some of their feelings that they go through on a day to day basis. Um, mm. I think uh, Dwight uh, Taylor Sr. reached out to me uh, a couple weeks ago and just said, hey, man, I want you to lead a workshop where you just allow people to to think beyond the regular, you know, to, to think as far as what it's the issues that you go through. It's OK as young men to express your feelings. A lot of times mm. in, you know, in, in mainstream media, we don't see uh, young people, young men specifically expressing how they feel what they go through on a day-to-day -day basis saying right. it's okay to feel hurt it's okay to feel pain it's okay to cry it's okay to talk about it to, to release that type of energy mm -hmm. and so that's kind of what the the purpose of you know my my workshop is going to be it's really going to be kind of allowing them to talk and to be able to you know, build friendship and build character but letting them know that it's okay to cry if you've been through something you know right. and it, it, we've mm -hmm. all been through something and at some point we've all cried we've all talked about the different things that we had to go through so it's okay You're, you have a, an opportunity to let it out right now wow that's gonna be incredible and we're taught not to don't show your feelings exactly. Stop. are you scared exactly. what you got don't yeah matter. yes i'm scared yeah yeah absolutely. i'm nervous right now i'm afraid you know what i'm saying right no it's for sure okay well <laughs> now I'm, I'm glad you said that because you know obviously we we talk to coaches and athletes and unfortunately and you know this unfortunately there's coaches out there that don't get that concept yeah right and yeah. so and especially yeah, I don't want to generalize certain sports, but there are certain sports where it's the chances of that happening are greater. Right. Football, right, right, right. right. Uh, fight if you're a fighter of some kind, mixed martial arts, whatever it might be. There's certain sports where it's like that just kind of built into the culture of it. Right. Mm -hmm. What you scared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not helpful. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's not helpful, not. and it's gonna probably in the in the end hurt your your athlete's mental toughness because. Right. You know they gotta be focusing on the next play, but they're thinking about coach. Right. And they're thinking about their pain, and they're not. You know what I mean? So they're not dealing with it in the right way. So man, I, I love that, and I love what you guys just said about that. That's huge, and especially you know I was at I went to Dwight's event, I think three years ago, mm. um, and I've been trying to get back. I just haven't had a chance, especially with right. my baby girl and all right. that yeah, stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Um, the age that I think the age that's there in attendance for the most part. Is gonna, that's going to be huge for them to hear that yeah. because at least when I went there, there was a lot of younger, I think middle school, yeah, it's middle school to high school, middle school to high school, yeah. especially those middle school guys. Mm -hmm. Like they need to hear what you just said, what you Absolutely. guys are talking about, because it, I don't know. It's like you said, it's just not taught. Yeah. You know, I mean, my dad used to always, what you scared? When yeah. I'm supposed, no, I'm not scared, but really I was scared to death on the inside. Yeah. So yeah. I think it does matter that you provide and you're going to, and, and it's going to be Josiah doing it. Yeah. Who yeah. has the heart for it right. to provide a safe environment for them to say, Yes, I struggle with X. Right. Absolutely. And him being able to talk them through that yeah. and just giving them a chance to express it is huge. Yeah. No, that's going to be amazing. So uh, everybody listening, definitely go to 
Dwight's event on yes. May 17th, Friday, May 17th, and then go to Kevin's event on May 19th, May 19th out in Elk right. Grove at Strikes. It's going to be a good week for anybody who goes to both of those things. It right. is. Right. Yeah, be a absolutely. Lot of fun. Absolutely. Just search Dwight Taylor Sr. on Facebook and on Instagram, Dwight Taylor Sr., and you can get all the information yep. and all the details on that. Yeah, I think it's realmanhood101.org. Yep. Yes. So uh, before Free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Try to put that in there. Right, You have no excuse not to be there. Right. right. So um, something we like to do before we get out of here, because mm -hmm. I appreciate you guys swinging through. Absolutely. Um, I like to give our, our guests kind of a one last thought, one final thought from each of you. So, um, Kevin, you want to go first? And I'll go one first. One final, 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 final thought. Man, I, I can't if speak. I can, if That's why you guys speak. If I can quit <laughs> hitting my, my watch on the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. One <laughs> final thought is something that came to me while you were talking about coaches getting players. I, I got the opportunity recently to speak at the University of Utah to their baseball team. Ironically, I graduated from the University of Utah in 96 and played baseball there. So 23 years later, they've never had a speaker come in and speak to the team. Hmm. So I went and spoke to the team and I did this, this uh, uh, round table discussion where I talked about, I said, I want each, each player to come start your sentence with, um, um, uh, what was it? What is it, Sue? If you ever, what you yeah, what you can't see when you look at me is, and then they talk about something personal. Mm, okay. Mm. Every player did it. The whole time we did that and went all the way around, all I heard were players crying. Just young wow. men, because I created an environment yeah, for yeah. them to share and express themselves. The goal mm. was for me to do a, a team building thing, and Coach Taylor here helped <clears> me <throat> put some of this together, but wow. I did this round table, and the coaches were looking at me like, I thought I knew my team. Mm. I didn't know my team. This group of men, young men came together as brothers like no one's business. Sometimes we have to get beyond the surface and get to the person, the student athlete, the heart of that person. Right. And we can have people express themselves in that way. Now, if one kid knows that the one kid's parents struggled with alcoholism and then they see that kid at a party starting to drink, they know, hey, hey, let this be your last one yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. because they right. know they're a little bit of the, I'm not trying to be an advocate of alcohol. We just know what happens at sometimes at cer certain schools. Sure. If you, if kid came from an abusive environment and you see a kid getting upset and mad at a party, then you know, you got to step between them and that person. You can right. take care of each other a little bit better right. because you know each other. So I know this is off topic, but it is, it was such a powerful moment to yeah. see those young men share. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I know there's coaches and there's athletes listening and there's leaders that are listening. So it's important to get to know the players and the coaches that you're around and you're going to spend your most of your time with when you're playing a sport. Man, that's good. And you know what? I'm, <laughs> I'm we glad can come back and do something. We can talk about no, no, that no. in another one. No, we definitely will. But I, I do want to say, though, on that, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm thinking back to the, our previous podcast. And you at that point, you it was, I think, the week before you went. Right. And you had mentioned that saying, hey, you got to know your athletes. And but so now now thinking back to that and now hearing the the byproduct of you speaking on that is pretty cool. So now coaches can hear it's like so he didn't just say it on that first podcast. Right. But now we get to come full circle and see, oh, this was the impact that it had when he did say these words to those athletes. And Man, they want to make that. and they want to make it in an annual event. So in closing mm. for me. Yeah. Steer your fear towards your greatness. There's greatness in all of us, and we all struggle with fear. All of us. Even though I wrote the book, I still struggle with it. But guess what? I will never let it stop me. Now I know that I have the power to steer it where I want it to go. Pick up a book, kevinbracy.com. Uh, uh, click on merchandise. You can pick up a book, or you can go to amazon.com, search scared great. 
May 19th, strikes, pins and strikes in Elk Grove. I'll see you there. Brace up. Hey. And so, sorry, one more thing. Social media, where can they find you? Social media. I am Kevin Bracey on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. I am Kevin Bracey. There we go. B-R-A-C-Y, no E. A. <laughs> all right. Well, after all that, Josiah, what you got? Man, it's hard to follow yeah. up after that. <laughs> um, by the way, I might be still in that activity at some point. Come on, come <laughs> hey. But I will credit you, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, I might have to, too. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's I, really I, good, I man. I will credit you. Um, I guess one thing I want to leave you know people with is just I'm a strong believer in uh, you know having faith um, mm-hmm. in, in yourself. You know I think that mm-hmm. that's really really important. Um, no matter what you do, have faith in yourself that you have the ability. I, I'm a strong don't do not doubt your abilities mm-hmm. um, because I think that if Kevin doubted his abilities ten years ago, twenty years ago there wouldn't be this platform for me to talk on right now. Right, right. So you're not just, when we talk about leaving legacy, you're not just moving forward or pushing yourself for your for yourself. You're actually doing it for the people that'll come in behind you. I mean, um, Kevin has an amazing story about himself, his, his, his children, and how far they have come just because of the sacrifices that he's made. And so my goal is to have that same thing happen for myself 10 years from now, for my children 20 years from now, for their friends. And so I think that it's important to remember that you have been given all the tools that you need to be as successful as you want to be. Mm-hmm. You just have to continue to chase that dream. And the question is just how long will you chase it? You know, how long will, how, what are you willing to, mm-hmm. to per- persevere through you know, in order to wow. get to what you actually want to become. I mean, you don't become the, you know, LeBron James in a day. You don't become LeBron James in a, in a right. week or in one year. It takes a lot of pain and a lot of struggle and hardship. But at the end of the day, the glory that you want to receive or the glory that you wish to attain is supposed to be, you know, worth it or is worth it all. So I would rather find out that it's not after I have it yeah. than right. to wonder what it's like to be mm. able to have that. For sure. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Where can they find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, J-O-S-P-Y-D-A underscore F-Y-B. I'll say that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> J-O-S-P-Y-D-A underscore F-Y-B. Awesome. And then you can find us at uh, on Twitter at Sports Character, Instagram at Character Combine, Facebook at Character Combine, and then definitely check out uh, our YouTube page as well. Just search Character Combine and uh Kevin, you have a couple of clips on there, so definitely check that out. Hey, nice. if, if for some reason you're unfamiliar with Kevin Bracey, first of all, I don't know what's wrong with you. Second of all, check out our YouTube page. You can get some clips of him speaking. But yeah, what's up? Oh, yeah, also, More? I forgot to mention, yeah. I also actually just released the episode podcast. of my pod, my, our par- first oh, podcast episode. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, what's it called? It's called the Ivy League, so that's I-I-V League, the Ivy League. Um, So, yeah, so it just released yesterday on Spotify and on Anchor app. So you're more than welcome to check it out if you can. We we will be, you know, doing weekly episodes as well, too. So, okay, I had no idea. I'm glad you said that. So. Uh, so what's it about? Kind of what can I expect? How long yeah. is it? Yeah. So um, the the first episode was about an hour and a half. We're gonna try to cut it down Ooh, to about yeah, because okay. it it's four of us. That's a lot four of good of content. On, yeah. Oh, four of you guys. Four of us. Yeah. Okay. So um, but we're gonna try to cut it down to roughly about an hour or so. Um, like I was talking to uh, Kevin Bracy about this earlier. We're, we're gonna be talking about popular and unpopular things. Uh, like hmm. yesterday, uh, or the podcast that was released, we talked about the you know the NFL. We talked about um the president. We talked about just different different little issues that are going on in our society. Um, um, you know, to, to yeah. m- the next episode that we're going to talk about this week will be, you know, um, interracial relationships and the, okay. the stereotypes of that and how can we combat that stuff and, you know, really just kind of build each other. So it's just going to be, you know, popular and unpopular topics that we'll talk about. But you're going to have a lot of no, different people that have different perspectives um, on that. So it's myself. Uh, it's two other three other people, um, two other gentlemen and a young lady. And then we'll also 
I'll be having guests on there as well too. Wow, that's awesome. That's cool, man. Well, I will definitely be uh, subscribing later tonight. Thank you. And uh, yeah, well, obviously, man, we want to have you get both back on at some point. Yes. And uh, we appreciate you guys coming through and just sharing, you know, your experience, motivation, all that stuff, man. So um, thank you guys for uh, joining us, and uh, we'll see all the coaches and athletes next time. See ya. Take care. Right. Brace up. <laughs>